You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Bucknoters. Welcome to the Bucknotes Morning 5 here on Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. I am Dave Biddle flying solo on today's show. Well, a decision has been made. Kyle McCord has been named quarterback one for the Buckeyes for the opener against Indiana. Uh, We're going to delve into all of that, what that means. Devin Brown's also going to play. Coach Day was funny yesterday. I had the, the question and I got about two words out and he said, yes, Dave, uh, and then uh, named the... Uh, the quarterback situation or named, you know, talked about his decision. And then I had about 50 uh, text messages uh, from family and friends going, um, yeah, Dave, or yes, Dave. So that was kind of funny, but uh, we're going to delve into all of that. Of course, I want to tell you guys about um, our sponsor factor meals and what a great deal you can get from them. Uh, factor meals, America's number one uh, ready to eat meal delivery kit. They deliver fresh meals right to your door. And they're already in two minutes. And I, you might be skeptical about that. These are high, it's this high quality food that's re- you pop in your micro- microwave and it's ready in two minutes. And it's high quality stuff steaks, chicken, all kinds of stuff. They also have smoothies, um, they have vegetarian meals, a little bit of everything pasta dishes, seafood. Um, so, uh, Factor Meals is the real deal. Again, they deliver it fresh to your door, never frozen, and then uh, pop it in your microwave. It's ready in two minutes and it's high quality food. So, I highly recommend it. Because of the Bucknuts Morning 5, you guys can get a great deal. Head to factormeals.com slash bucknuts50. Use code bucknuts50 to get 50% off. That's code bucknuts50 at factormeals.com slash bucknuts50 to get 50% off. So there you go. Factor Meals, good stuff. All right, Kyle McCord, QB1. What does this mean? Well, I think, first of all, um, you know, I think I completely believe Coach Day when he says this has been a very close battle. I do have, as you guys know, I have sources that have told me that um, Devin was, you know, finished a little bit ahead, um, but certainly not enough to, um, you know, I don't mind coach day throwing a bone here. If that's what it is, I think it's more than that, but I shouldn't, that, that's not a term. If I could redact that, um, it's more than throwing a bone because it's a very close competition. If you believe my sources and if you don't, and you just think Kyle is, is ahead of Devin either way, I'm hearing it's very close, but I'm told Devin's a little ahead. And I believe that just through what coach day said, if you read between the lines, I mean, if Kyle was the guy, it'd be very easy to say, Kyle's the guy was Devin going to play. Well, I'm not sure if Devin's going to play, but Kyle is definitely going to start. We don't know if Devin's going to play. I mean, it was like same breath. Kyle is going to start against Indiana. Devin will play meaningful reps. So it's interesting. And um, I think the Buckeyes, as you guys know, I think they can win big with both of these guys. I really do. I believe that. I think they can win win big with either one of them. And this competition has made both of them better. Iron iron sharpens iron. It has gone, and my sources confirm this too, it has gone back and forth. Boom, 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 boom. I was just told at the end of, you know, camp, Devin had a slight lead. when They, they chart everything. So we're going to see how it plays out. And this is going to be fun. To me, this is um, – I don't look at this as a bad thing at all. 
It's fun. We're going to be able to see these guys settle it on the field. Now, everything that we don't see in practice is also going to be factored in. You know, Ryan Day is obviously going to factor that in and Coach Hartline and Corey Dennis and um, all the decision makers, even the, you know, their support staff, you know, guys like Joe Philbin, not that he's making the decision on the quarterback, but, you know, Ryan Day's a, a, an excellent leader. Um, and excellent leaders are not afraid, are not afraid to take, uh, you know, the temperature of the room and see what their, their lieutenants think. And I think he does that. Todd Fitch is another one that they lean on an offensive analyst. So, um, we'll see what happens, but it's going to be interesting. It might be as simple as, okay, this guy played way better against Indiana. And let's say they do the same thing against Youngstown state. You have two games of data. You have everything in practice. Okay. This is our guy going into Western Kentucky. Cause I believe by week three, you need to have your guy week four for sure. But the reason I say week three, is not because of Western Kentucky. It's because I don't want to go into the Notre Dame game with that being the first game where Ohio state knows who the guy is. And maybe they won't, maybe it'll still be dead. Even we're going to get to two quarterback system. And if that can work in a moment, um, let's just get to that right now. Let's just get to that right now. Can a two quarterback system work? Yeah, it can work against Indiana and, and Youngstown state. It can work in the short term. Okay. In my estimation, it cannot work long-term, particularly this kind of two quarterback system that we're, I, I think it's going to be, my guess is three days from now, um, which is fun to say all the quarterback stuff has overshadowed the fact we're three days away from Buckeye football. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, so we'll see. I think what's going to happen is they're going to rotate every other series, not every other series. Each guy's going to play two series. So this is just my guess. Coach Day didn't say anything about this yesterday. He just said both guys, Kyle's going to start. Devin's going to play meaningful reps, as you guys, I'm sure, all know that. My guess is it won't be an every other series thing. It'll be Kyle gets two series, Devin gets two series, and then kind of play it from there, kind of see from there. Maybe for sure, then Kyle gets another two, Devin gets another two. So after they each get four series, uh, you're embedded in the game at that point. Um, you have a feel. We have a big lead. Both these guys playing well. Neither of them are playing well. This guy's playing well. This guy's not. Um, it's close game, you know, whatever the, at that point you have a good feel for things. So I think that's how it's going to play out. And uh, it's going to be fun to see how they're able to, to chart this. So, um, and determine who the long-term guy is. And I think we're going to get that by week three, week four at the latest is my guess. Um, and can a, a two quarterback system work? No, it cannot. In my, it, when you have two guys that are this similar, again, it can work in the short term. It, I talked about this on CBS HQ yesterday, um, which is a really cool. If you guys don't know about CBS, this is not a paid advertisement. If you guys don't know about CBS HQ, it's just this 24-7 free streaming um, sports show. It's like what kind of like what Sports Center used to be way back in the day when it was good. It was just sports. And uh, and and it's like it, it's live and free 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it's really good stuff. So we were talking about this. Um, and um, I completely lost my train of thought given a CBS HQ, uh, a, a shout out there. It'll come back to me, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think, um, you could make the argument because Devin is the younger guy. And if it's that close that it should have been Devin, but I, I trust Brian day profusely until I, uh, have a reason not to, I mean, you're talking about the best quarterback coach in the country. Um, yeah, he's the head coach, but quarterback developer, um, you know, he, he just has a great eye for talent. And, um, so, you know, we'll see how it's going to play out. But, oh, here's what I was going to say. So it's ironic because um, this is what I was going to say we talked about on HQ because they might end up doing – Ohio State might end up doing what Michigan did last year, as we all know. Uh, you know, 
Cade McNamara started the season off as their starter. Then JJ started the second game. I'm not saying Devin's going to start the second game. Maybe he will. I, I doubt that. That doesn't seem like something Ryan Day would do. That was something quirky Jim Harbaugh did that I thought was weird at the time. The point of the matter is Cade McNamara started the first game, but J.J. played. J.J. McCarthy started the second game, but Cade played. Then they determined, well, J.J. played better. He's our guy. And I think they felt that way anyway, but they wanted to kind of give Cade the first shot. I'm getting the same vibes here. Different because Cade McNamara was their starting quarterback the previous year. Kyle McCord was not Ohio State's starting quarterback, so it's not apples to apples. But I'm getting a little bit of that vibe. If you're in the camp that believes there's a chance that Devin Brown's going to be the long-term answer, um, I could see something like that playing out. Both these guys play a couple weeks. Uh, Kyle gets the start in both games, in my opinion, and then they'll pick a, a starter. So we'll see. A lot to unpack there. You know, I think, uh, again, I think they can win big with both of these guys. Congratulations on Kyle for, you know, winning the job. And um, congratulations to Devin for knowing he's right there and he's going to play meaningful reps and, you got to give Devin a lot of credit. He's not a guy. And, and Kyle, too. Both these guys have handled it first class. First class young men. So uh, I think the Buckeyes are in good hands for sure with these. I mean, they're definitely in good hands with Ryan Day coaching these guys. And uh, But I think Buckeyes are in good hands with these guys. Um, and, yes, um, maybe I should have thrown Ryan Day a curveball, but I don't know. You know, it, it was too serious of a topic. I should have. I was thinking in my head since he uh, – interrupted my question um which he is allowed to do i was going to say no i was going to ask you uh, have you started scouting any 2027 quarterbacks from the columbus area because i'm sure you know what i'm talking about there rj day freshman quarterback at columbus to sales starting quarterback as a freshman i should say no i was, was going to ask you about 2027 recruits from the columbus area have you started recruit you know you started scouting any any of these quarterbacks particularly at in any like catholic schools or anything like that no but i just let it slay it was funny that was funny. And then, yes, it's also funny when my phone blows up and I've got everybody be being like, yes, Dave. So uh, that was funny. Um, so three days. Okay, let's switch gears. We've talked about quarterback. This is, which I mean, how are we not going to talk about quarterback? It's the most important position in all of sports. We say it's the most important position on a football field. It is. But it, to me, it's the most important position in sports, period, in team sports. Um, pitcher, I guess, in baseball in a big game, you know, is just as important. But Overall, overall, it's quarterbacks. Of course, we're going to talk ad nauseum about quarterback, but let's switch gears. Three days away, Ohio Stadium West, Bloomington, Indiana, Memorial Stadium. Buckeyes favored by 30. Okay, and I want to see them go out there and impose their will, make a statement. Yeah, it's just Indiana, but like, you know, Notre Dame got a lot of buzz, you know, for beating Navy. Um, and Indiana and Navy are supposed to be comparable this year. And, well, I'm sure Indiana's better than Navy. Navy looked pretty darn bad. They're, that didn't look like the typical Navy team. Um, in their win over under for wins are, are the exact same, but that's because Indiana has a tougher schedule. Indiana's over under for wins is three and a half. So is Navy's. So there you go. But Indiana's a little better team than Navy. My point is Ohio State's favored by 30. I don't even care about the gambling aspect of it. Just go out there and just look like you're a national championship contender. Not like, oh, well, you know, Marvin Harrison looks great, of course, and this guy looks good, but ooh, not sure about that. Not sure about the O-line or, man, the defense. All that hype in Indiana with his redshirt freshman quarterback did what? You know, no, I want to see a domination, okay, a domination. Indiana is as green as you could possibly be. They have 25 transfers, my friend, 25. That includes JUCO transfers, but still. We've talked about it on the show. I mean, I'm repeating myself from previous shows, but 25 transfers, that's, my gosh. 
only Deion Sanders is like, oh yeah, that's that's not that's not enough. You know, everybody else is like, that's crazy. Um, but uh, 25 transfers, including JUCOs. So we'll see what happens. Maybe it'll work out. Maybe Indiana will be like a surprise team this year, like they were, you know, three years ago. But I don't, I don't see it at all, unless they're a quarterback when I transferred in from Tennessee, the registered freshman. Um, unless he somehow has, has the, their new Michael Penix, I don't see it. All right, is the hype about Ohio State's defense real? Again, that's another thing. It better be, you know, and, and we'll know. It's not that Indiana's good, but like, does Ohio State's defense go in there and dominate? Dominate against the run, dominate against the pass, you know, show things they didn't show last year as far as really getting after the quarterback, you know, corners actually getting interceptions, which was a foreign topic last year. Um, geez. Anyway, um, is the hype about the defense real? I want to know that. I need to know that. Um, and I think it is. I, I believe it is. What we saw in camp, even though we didn't see him play real football, I mean, this is a physical, fast, deep defense. Year two of the Jim Knowles era. I like the talent and the depth at all three levels. D-line, linebackers, secondary. Uh, so I, I do. I am buying the hype, but I'm also not in the camp. We did our staff roundtable for Bucknuts, and I'm – Certainly not in the camp that, um, oh, yeah, everything's fixed. Everything's fine. Everything's fixed. Um, no, 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 no. We we won't know really till the end of the year, but we won't. we'll have a good idea against Notre Dame because Sam Hartman's a real deal at quarterback. Uh, he is the real deal at quarterback. So we'll have a really good idea. But we'll know against Indiana. We'll have a good feel for it. It doesn't matter the season. That first game, you just get, you get that vibe from an Ohio State team. Um, so... We'll know a lot after this first game, and I can't wait three days. Um, Dan Rubin, I'm not stopping the show. I just want to, you know, Dan Rubin will be with you on tomorrow's show, me and Jay Book on Friday's show, and then I'll be coming at you live, what we learned live, right after the Indiana game. It'll be early evening, 3.30 kickoff on CBS. CBS coming back to the Big Ten. That's pretty cool. They they have the best theme song in uh, college football. And the Big Ten, after years, is back on CBS, 3.30 Indiana, three days away. Cannot believe, cannot wait. Um, the final safety spot. That's interesting to me. I just thought Jihad Carter would lock that down by now. I thought Josh Proctor was a forgotten man. Um, I'm intrigued by Malik Hartford as a true freshman. We met with Jim Knowles yesterday after we met with uh, Coach Day. And he said it's still a battle. Three days away from what well, was four days away at the time. And he said, you know, they had practice later that day. We met with them before practice yesterday. Um, they're going to practice again today. Then they just really on Thursdays. It's not really a practice, as you guys know. I'm sure, you know, they really just practice twice during game weeks, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. They do practice Thursday, but it's a very light practice, um, and it's certainly just a, a very light walkthrough on Friday. It's not even really a practice, so really just two practices. So maybe it's going to come down to how whoever played if it was that close, who played better in practice yesterday, and who played better, who's going to play better today. I thought it'd be Jihad Carter. I'm sticking with that. Um, but man, I'm intrigued by Malik Hartford, uh, Josh Proctor, if the light comes on for him as a sixth year senior, great, great. I, I need to see it to believe it though. I don't, all of a sudden the light coming on as a sixth year guy could happen, could happen. He's got, he's physically, you know, there's nothing. I mean, he's got the size, he's got the physicality, he's got the speed. He's just, there's always been just something a little bit off, not just the year he got hurt, but just. I mean, last year against Notre Dame, he was the starter before like two plays, and then they brought Lathan Ransom in there, and then he was the starter the rest of the year after Lorenzo Styles Jr., of all people, had that long uh, reception. So um, that's interesting to me, the final safety spot. 
All right, if you've had any questions, uh, throw them in there now. If you did it earlier, I might not be able to get to them. It's hard when I do the solo show. Um, I have one more quick uh, read to do here. Um, I love this. Um, another one of our new sponsors, Piata Italian Street Food. I mean, I love this place. Um, and they have a message for you guys and a way you guys can get um, a good deal here. Let me put there for the YouTube people up there. Let me put the Piata notification up there so you guys can just see it. But here is their message to Buckeye Nation from Piata. Hey there, Bucknutters. Are you ready to indulge in some mouthwatering Italian street food while cheering on our beloved Buckeyes? If you're looking for the ultimate game day feast, look no further than Piata Italian Street Food. It's time to elevate your tailgate experience with Piata's delicious pastas, piattas, and salads. Options include tender pasta cooked to perfection, tossed in rich, flavorful sauces. Whether you're a fan of classic marinara or creamy carbonara, Piata's got you covered. And let's not forget about the Piata's, these thin Italian wraps. Filled with your choice of grilled meats, fresh veggies, and irresistible sauces are game changers. Now that we've made you hungry, we are offering you, the listener, an exclusive online-only discount. This week only, you can receive a free piata, pasta, or salad with the purchase of a regular entree. Use code GOBUCKS at checkout online or in the Piata One app to receive a buy one, get one free for any piata, pasta, or salad. This offer is valid only through this Sunday, September 3rd. Again, receive any piata, pasta, or salad with the purchase of any regular size entree when using the code GOBUCKS at checkout online or within the Piata One app. The offer cannot be combined with other discounts or rewards. Go Bucks, go Piata. All right, let's get to some questions. I'm sure you guys got a lot of them. Let's see some, uh, there we go. All right. Hit me with some questions, my friends. No, it's a sixth year. I don't think it's Rick on YouTube says it's a seventh year. I'll check. It's funny you say that. I was uh, correcting one of my friends the other day who said it was his fifth year. I'm like, it's actually a sixth year. Um, no, I think it's his sixth year. I'll go back and check, though, because I'm trying to think. So his freshman year would have been, remember we were at the Rose Bowl. I was talking to Alex Grinch about him. It's kind of funny that Alex Grinch is now at USC. Um, and so that was 18, 19, 20, 20, 20. He's sixth year. He was a true freshman in 18, I believe. So I think he's a sixth year guy. All right, hit me up with some questions. All right, score prediction. I mean, I haven't even thought about that yet. Let's get. Let's see here. Um, do, 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 do. I am going Ohio State 52, Indiana 10. Cover and smother. They're favored by 30. Um, let's go. Um Buckeyes 52, Indiana 10, domination on both sides of the ball. I also want to see special teams. We're probably not talking about special teams enough. Um, Jaden Fielding won the kicking job. It's another thing from yesterday. There's so much stuff. There's so much stuff that um, came out of yesterday. We're all focused on the quarterbacks, myself included. I don't know why I still have that comment up there. It's not his seventh year. Okay. Here we go. Question from Ray Day. Any update on the kick and punt returners? They haven't said for sure, Ray Day, but my guess is it's going to be hmm, – kick is a little tougher. I know who the punt returner is, I think. Um, kick returner, I bet they'll go with Xavier Johnson because I don't think they want to risk putting um, Evan Pryor back there quite yet. And Xavier Johnson did a good job. 
And with all this talent they have at receiver, and they want to have a role, and they'll still have a role for him on offense, no doubt about it. Now that Carnell Tate's also in the mix, that's one more receiver in the mix. Um, I will go with, especially for this game, I'll say Xavier Johnson will be the kick returner, and Emeka Egbuka will be the punt returner. And Emeka doesn't have to return every punt this year, but I like that he's the number one punt returner. Some people are like, oh, why are you going to waste him back there? It's not a waste. Not a waste. Jackson Smith and Jigba was going to be the punt returner last year. He was the number one receiver. He didn't get hurt on a punt. Who's kicking field goals this year? I did, just in case you missed it, Michael on Facebook. That would be Jaden Fielding, the young man that did the kickoffs last year. He was a true freshman, now a sophomore. He is on scholarship for those that have wondered. He did come as a gray shirt or a walk-on, um, paid his own way last year. Now he is on scholarship, and he is your kicker, beating out Parker Lewis. And he'll handle, he'll, he will handle both duties. Jaden Fielding will. He'll handle kickoffs, and he will handle – field goals, extra points. And I think Jesse Murko is going to have a really good year as the punter. He was okay as a freshman. First time ever playing American football comes in as a true freshman from Australia. And he was okay. He didn't come in like Cam Johnston did and just was booming the ball like Cam did. But I, but he all, but he immediately he had a good feel for it. Murko did as far as like pinning people deep and getting the back spin and not getting touchbacks. He just has a good feel for punting. But I was like, does he have a, a really strong leg to be a really great weapon? And last year, he improved his leg strength. I'm thinking, okay, here we go. It's reasonable to assume he's going to be stronger this year. So I look for Jesse Murko to be a, uh, you know, have a good year. Jim Trestle will like that, to punt the most important play in football. Um, by the way, I'm going to close the show later with um, a, a shout-out to uh, a longtime Bucknutter, Greg Waldman, who's putting on this awesome event, this awesome charity event. This guy, Greg is like one of the biggest Buckeye fans um, that I've met. And I don't say that lightly because I've met many, 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 many diehards, including many in my family um, and, and many of you. Um, it's, when you say you're the biggest Buckeye fan, it's like you better come strong because there's like five million people that are like, I'm the biggest Buckeye fan. Like anybody who's a diehard Buckeye fan thinks they're the biggest Buckeye fan. But Greg is the real deal. And he's putting on this really cool event. And Jim Trestle is going to be the headliner at this fundraiser he's doing. I'll tell you guys about it later because it's two weeks from tomorrow in New York city. And it's a fundraiser. And this is not a paid advertisement for Greg. He's just a buck nutter and he's doing a really cool thing to raise money for Ohio state students. Um, and Jim Trestle is going to be there. Nick Mangold's going to be there. Let's get to some more questions here. Number of sacks for the defense. LaVie Smith on Facebook, man, I hope they, it's interesting. I'm sure Indiana's going to try and get the ball out of there quick. That's what they've always tried to do. Um, but I still, I think they're going to get, you know, I'll go four. I'll go four. It might be a little. It might be a little optimistic, but I'll go four. I'll go four. Stat line for McCord on Saturday. Randy from Facebook. I was kind of randomly seeing um, questions here. Randy from Facebook. Stat line for McCord. Jeez, um, that's interesting. Something like fourteen of twenty. 200 yards, three touchdowns, hopefully no interceptions, something like that. I expect similar stats from maybe Kyle have a little bit better passing stats. We'll see. Devin will have better rushing stats. But I think both guys can run. Kyle, Kyle's no Kyle's no statue, and he also is tough. He's a, he's not afraid to put his like head down. So um, I, I know McCord will get some uh, rushing yards as well. Oh, JVM is taking the over on four sacks. I like that. I like that. All right. Keep hitting me up with some questions, my friends. 
Jesse on Facebook. Facebook very very inquisitive today on the Bucknotes Morning Five. I like it. I like it. Jesse, what is the feeling on the cornerback position this year? Hopefully improved as it is much needed. I am very bullish on the corner position. Jesse, I, I, I've been saying this, and it just keeps getting bolstered by everything that I've seen and heard during practices. I, I like this group coming into camp. Um, I mean, they've got a top three that is a big problem for other teams, in my opinion, because Denzel Burke now looks like the guy we thought he'd look like after he – Played really well as a true freshman until he hurt his shoulder real late in the season and then didn't play well last year and was banged up. But then he's had a phenomenal offseason. The coaches have said, and you can see it, he looks like you're just that's going to be your lockdown corner. It's his money year. I think he's going to be a first-round pick, um, late first round, but or maybe not late, but I don't think he's going to be like a top-10 pick. But I think he will be the latest Buckeye, you know, to have a great junior year at corner and be a first-round pick. I also love Davis and Igbenosin and Jordan Hancock. There's been talk they could put uh, Hancock in there at slots sometimes. Because Sonny is a, technically the slot, but he's really like Sonny Styles. That's what's what he is. He's not <laughs> can't really pin him down. He's not a slot state. I mean, Tanner McAllister was a starting slot safety last year, at like 195 pounds, dripping wet. Sonny's out there at six four two thirty. I mean, he's a safety linebacker, D end, everything, everything. Sonny Styles is just it's the Sonny Styles position. But when they need a true slot, um, they can use Cam Martinez, but I think they prefer to use. You know, maybe a Jordan Hancock, Jair Brown, somebody like that. But I love that top three to answer your question. I love the top three of Burke, Igbenosin, and Hancock. And, and then you got Jair Brown behind them. You know, it's it's just – it's a really good group. A really good group in my estimation. Ooh. Mm. Buckeye 80 on, on the YouTube. Do we see freshmen start at wideout this year with the talent? I'll say yes. If you're going to say I one game, I'll say Carnell Tate starts one game, either just because he ends up beating out Julian Fleming or somebody's banged up. Hopefully, it's, if it's somebody banged up, it's like somebody just needs like one game off, you know? Yeah, I'll say. If you're giving me the over-under of 0.5 starts for Carnell Tate this year, I'll take the over. I will take the over. I know you said freshman in general. I mean, I like Brandon Ennis. I like all four of them. We don't talk about Bryson Rogers enough. We don't talk about Noah Rogers enough. We talk a decent amount about Brandon Ennis. I, I love all four of them. Um, Ennis will play. I'm not sure how much the other two will play, even though I said we we don't talk about them enough. Um, but Tate's the one that, that I think has a really good chance to usurp Fleming for that third spot. For Hartline to come out and say um, that Tate's definitely going to play meaningful reps speaks volumes because what have we seen in the past? They just don't play true freshman receivers very much. Garrett Wilson played the most. Chris Olave didn't really play till the end of his freshman year, but he wasn't a big time recruit. Um, that was so fun seeing Chris Olave break out against Michigan. He even had a block punt that game. <laughs> it's hilarious. Two touchdowns and a block punt. Hilarious. He'd barely done anything all year against Michigan. Ohio State being underdogs in their own house in that 2018 game. That was so much fun. Um, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is my go to example. Two years ago, there's no doubt in my mind he was ready. We saw it in the Rose Bowl. We saw it in the Rose Bowl. He was ready as a true freshman, and he couldn't get on the field. But he had three first-round guys ahead of him, two guys that sat out that game, which is why he got a chance in the Rose Bowl. But he had three first-round guys ahead of him with Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jackson Smith and Jigba, whereas Carnell Tate only has two first-round guys ahead of him with Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Ibuka. So that's why – and this is nothing against Julian Fleming, who I think is really good, had a really good year last year. This is just Carnell Tate's the, the real deal. 
is the real deal. All right. Before I forget, I wasn't going to forget. My friend and long time, I mean, Greg Waldman has been a Bucknutter, a subscriber to Bucknuts and a listener of what used to be Front Row Radio and now the Bucknuts Morning 5 for, you know, since we've had them, you know, for over 20 years. Our site began in 1999. We started doing Front Row Radio a little after that. And then eventually this morphed into the Bucknuts Morning 5. We were doing podcasts before we knew we should call them podcasts. We just called them uh, online radio. Um, but, you know, so Bucknutter Greg Waldman is, is hosting this awesome charity event. Um, it's at this scenic um, golf course in uh, on Long Island. And Jim Tressel is going to be the guest, the special guest. Nick Mangold's going to be there. There's going to be other former Buckeyes that are there. I'm not going to go through the whole list because I don't want to screw up and have Greg get mad at me that I said someone's going to be there who's not. But I know Jim Tressel and his wife Ellen are going to be there uh, as the headliners. And Nick Mangold's going to be there. And this is a event that's going to benefit uh, Ohio State students from the New York City area. Contact Greg if you want to help out with this. If you want to play in the event, they still have spots open. Two weeks from tomorrow, so September 14th, 2023, at the Sea Wayne Club, a very scenic and iconic Sea Wayne Country Club in on Long Island, 614-292-2281. There you say, and you can see there, if you're watching on YouTube, you can get on the NYC Alumni Club page. And it's this, you can see it's through Ohio State. I mean, this is the real deal. This is, uh, you can see that osu.edu. Um, this is through Ohio State. This Again, this is not a paid advertisement. I just think this is a really cool thing. Greg's doing this on his own time to help Ohio State students out from the New York City area. And our guy Jim Trussell is going to be there. So, again, if you want to help out, give Greg a call. 614-292-2281. 614-292-2281. The event is two weeks from tomorrow, and there's still spots available. Um, they're also going to have some racket stuff, you know, like uh, racket sports like tennis and paddle ball. And pickleball, you can get into stuff like that. You can donate, you can play in the event. They got a nice dinner, cocktail reception, all that good stuff. Give my guy Greg a call, 614 292 2281. Again, this is hosted by the New York City Alumni Club, Ohio State Alumni Club of New York City. Just some more questions to finish the show out. Um, but yeah, support my guy Greg, who is a great Buckeye fan and is just doing this out of the goodness of his heart. He said he went, it's time to give back and that's what he's trying to do. Who's my pick for the new AD? It would be, but there's no okay. I'm I should probably I actually read the question for the people that are just listening on uh, our podcast only version. Uh, Randy on Facebook, who is my pick to be the new AD? Is it Jim Tressel? That's who I would love, but that's not feasible. There's no way that's going to happen. As much as I'd like to tell you it would, there's no way it will. There's no way it will, but I, I would love for that to be the case, but I don't expect it to be Jim Tressel. I don't really have a name now that I was told that Martin. Uh, Jermon from UCLA is not interested because just nothing against Ohio State because he loves living in him and his family love living in LA. He's very comfortable at UCLA and not worried about chasing the, the you know, the most money. And um, I don't know. I thought Martin Jermon might be a good choice. I'm not on the Pat Chun bandwagon. I've heard conflicting stories about that anyway. Uh, I don't know. Usually stuff like this is, is, is a name that maybe we're not even thinking about. So I'm very curious. But no, I don't think it'll be Jim Tressel. Um, but I, by the way, Tressel, you know, just stepped down as the Youngstown State president. He's going to be seventy later this year. Enjoy your, enjoy your retirement, man. He's been going crazy or been going full bore for many, many years. Yeah, enjoy your retirement, which I think is what he wants to do. All right, Bucknuts morning uh, half hour here and change. Uh, 
somewhere Mr. Bucknut says, like I told you, keep it at five minutes. You know, the, the attention span of people, five minutes is what he would tell us. But, um, but you guys felt otherwise. You wanted longer shows, so now, you, now you're stuck with us with uh, longer shows. But seriously, thank you very much for joining me. Appreciate you guys very much. Um, Buckeye football never sleeps. Uh, the drama is thick. The excitement is thick. And the game's going to be here in three days. I can't wait. Thanks to all of you for joining me. I appreciate it very much. Hope everyone has a great rest of your day. Producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.